the door stopper. <laughs> I used to play with those. Oh my god, the dogs Daddy. always love it. Oh my gosh. Don't have anything prepared. Wait, are we starting? Uh-huh. Oh. Hey guys, welcome back to Are You Good Girl? This is a podcast where we check in once a week because life can feel like a roller coaster and sometimes you just have to ask yourself, Are you good girl? I'm your host, Brittany Williams, and guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Hi guys, Caroline's back. <laughs> I know you miss me. It's Caroline. We are very giddy right now. We're going to Chicago tomorrow. I'm so excited. I've never been. Literally, we booked it on September 2nd, which d- doesn't. Yeah, like, we talked about ago. it on the first. We were sitting at Centennial Park, and we were both just like, "I need a trip." Mm-hmm. And we pulled out a map, and we were like, "Where can we drive so that we're not bu- buying flights?" Uh-huh. And we both were just kind of like, we're already planning a New Orleans trip, so why don't we just do Chicago? Yeah, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I don't know anything about Chicago, and so I'm just kind of going into it like it is what it's going to be. And, and then I'm there's excited. Me. I'm like, it's going to be a movie. <laughs> and everyone keeps <laughs> asking me, they're like, do you have anything planned? And I'm like, Brittany planned the entire thing. <laughs> like, I don't even know what we're doing, but I know that Brittany planned it and it's going to be amazing. No, literally my um, coworker, he was like, oh, got anything going on this weekend? And of course, I didn't even, <laughs> I don't think I even asked him what he was doing this no, weekend. And I was like, like yes, I'm going to Chicago. Here's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was like, yeah, the Lincoln Zoo is free and this and that i don't think we're gonna be going and i'm like i don't think we're gonna be doing that sorry i'm so sorry i told the three-year-old that i nanny i was like i'm going to chicago and she looks at she's me like and she was where's like, chicago that? <laughs> yeah i made some reservations just because like i don't know i think i get overly excited about just going to a new place that i'm like okay i need to be perfect where can i go to eat because that's obviously one of the big things Food that you a, do a main priority yeah Uh, We're going to embrace our inner foodies this weekend. Oh, yeah. I will be posting at least 16 pictures of all the food that I Block us now if you're not ready for it. Speaking of posting, if you are listening to this, Caroline has an Instagram. I have made my comeback. She's she's coming back. And I think that's a whole 180 from the last episode. Oh, my God. I can't even, like, everything's a whole 180 from the last episode, I feel like. Honestly, yeah. Like... Because we talked about my job, which I am oh no gosh. longer at. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Wait. Drum roll. <laughs> so I quit my job. <laughs> Finally. I was... Honestly, it wasn't the job. Like, everyone at my job was phenomenal. It was just working from home when you're already not in a fantastic mental headspace is so incredibly hard because Girl, it is just you. so isolating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brittany knows. And I had gone through a bad breakup. I was, you know, still still somewhat new to Nashville. Didn't have, like, roots here or anything. I had only been here just under a year. And I was just really, like, not okay with doing. Being in my room and working on a computer. And so I finally quit my job Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Thank God I put in my two weeks notice. And I got a job working as a nanny for a family with three kids they're absolutely the best and i wake up every day not hating my life which is so amazing it's so refreshing it's so refreshing i was telling uh, my friend julie about this because she's a nanny now too she was just kind of recapping about her job i was like it's so nice to have a job now where like i look forward to like going to it like i don't actually dread getting out of bed 
or just like opening a laptop at home right it's so nice and like just everyone that i work with is so sweet and like you work with little kids and it's so nice and i think that's so awesome we're we're getting insta back and it's been six months and i deleted it for a lot of reasons and i thought that you know i needed to take a break and i think that the break was really really good for me but i think i'm at that point now where i'm like okay i don't think coming back would be harmful for me and I want to be on it. I want to see what's up. I want to, you know, share the things that I'm doing in my life with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I know Caroline it, sat me down right? and debriefed it to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And I mean, <laughs> if it starts to become something that is toxic in my life again, mm-hmm. I will remove it. And that's totally fine. But as of right now, I just feel like, why not? Yeah. Personally, it's always going to be toxic. Yeah. That's and true. I have to I have to take it in small doses um, I'm very, very conscious of how much I use it because it's very like if there's been times within the last couple of months where I've used it like a lot, like more than an average person. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't um, be on it for a little bit. So like I took like a couple of days off and came yeah. back on and it was just like normal. Like sometimes you just need a break. totally totally and everybody else's life so for me it wasn't ever like I didn't go into it thinking like I'm deleting Instagram for good. Yeah. I took it as I'm not in the mental headspace I need to be in right now and I'm going to delete it until I am in that mental headspace. And I think that I finally, through having a job that I don't hate my life in and Mm -hmm. through going to therapy and, you know, having good friends and living in a good, having a good living situation, which I love my living situation now. um, I think I'm finally in a place where I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I feel like I'm me again. Mm -hmm. The whole circle is coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome, and I'm very excited for. I know we for, can finally follow each yeah, other. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's so weird. Because when I met Brittany, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did you, you don't? I don't. You didn't have Snapchat either. No. So, so I, I had de- you. yeah, I had <laughs> deleted all of it. Like I did total. Like, I mean, all I really used was Instagram and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a Twitter. I have a Facebook, but I don't use it like that. Those were the two things that I used, and those were the two things that I deleted. And I got Snapchat back first. Um, but when I met Brittany, like, I remember we were sitting at the Preds game and she was like, oh, like, pulled up her Instagram. Yeah. She was like, oh, like, what's your last name? Like, let me search you. And I was like, oh, actually, like, I don't have an Instagram right now. And then she asked about Snapchat. And I was like, so I promise I'm not a serial killer. I just don't have either at the no, moment. Honestly, I think my, like, respect for you, not that I don't respect people that right. have it, but no. I was like, wow. We really bonded over that. No, we did. We had a really good conversation about it. Because I have taken many breaks, and, like, I took, at one point, like, a four-month break, and that was really nice. But, like, to hear, like, it's kind of refreshing because I feel like people always talk about taking a break, yeah. but never execute it. And the fact that you had been doing one even before, like, I even met you, I was like, that is awesome. Because I feel like nobody right. else freaking does that. And it was nice to hear that reaction because I was a little bit worried, like, going on a friend date that this girl was going to be like, oh, she's a weirdo or, oh, she's a serial killer. Like, why yeah. doesn't she have social media? Just because, sadly, that's, like, the world that we live in now mm-hmm. that we vet everyone on that. But I'm glad that you didn't hate me. Yeah, for and then it. we walked like three miles home. Oh so even if she was a serial killer, like I probably it probably would have been. Yeah, yeah, probably we probably wouldn't be making this. Nah. <laughs> probably wouldn't be going to Chicago. Nah, probably not. 
I'm excited and I get to take the picture. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Monumental. And I dyed my hair, everyone. Yes. So I am not only coming back, but I am coming back and better than ever. <laughs> Got our nails done, hair <laughs> nails done. Nails hair done. <laughs> new city, new you. The guys i don't have notes this time which is crazy we're winging it we're winging we're it. raw dogging it's kind of nice though because i feel like a lot of podcasts just kind of raw dog it mm. <laughs> we're raw dogging it <laughs> we're raw dogging it honestly today. we were having a phenomenal conversation on yeah. the couch right before this and i was like frick frick i just mouthed to britney <laughs> and i cursed because I'm, I'm not sure if this is pg or tv14 like, i don't know either um and so <laughs> We were having a really great conversation. I was like, dang, I really wish that we had been. We'd really be talking for like an hour and a half without hit and play. Yeah, it's just like some of it. Some of it is not meant for (laughs) ears of anyone. Um, now you guys can subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> we have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Not that kind Not of OnlyFans. Unless. <laughs> I'm looking at Caroline's feet. <laughs> I do have a feet finder. Get, <laughs> get that out later. <laughs> okay, so this week's episode is called Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater. And Which I, thought, I like to call Pumpkin, Pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin, Pumpkin Eater, Eater. <laughs> I thought I ate with that title, too. I love it. She texted me about it, and she was like, hey, how would you feel about <laughs> coming on for another episode? And I was like, bet. Loved it. Let's do it again. <laughs> I planned this in, like, freaking August. August. Something. And she was like, how would you feel about an October episode called Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater? And I literally was like, absolutely. So basically, you're a genius. <laughs> sign me up. I'm so here for it. And, yeah, I don't. I don't even know where this is going to go, but I'm... But we got our wine. Very And I think excited. we're here for it. And honestly, I think this so one glass... if you glass... hear some clinking of gla- ice in glass, just know we're having... Yeah. We're having a good time in my closet. <laughs> we record all of our pods in the closet because... I go from one good. closet to another. Yeah. I literally sit in my own. Where do we even start? Because I think I think we debriefed about yeah. What did we turd tell face? Everyone? If you haven't listened to Sweet Caroline, yeah, go pause <laughs> this right now. <laughs> okay, and <laughs> go play Sweet Caroline because it'll make it'll make more sense. And just a little tiny summary. Basically, Caroline's ex boyfriend is a little turd. Yeah, and that does it. Caroline got cheated on and. Yeah, he's literally a turd. Yeah. Like, so I'll give, like, I guess we'll go a little more in depth since it's a, you know, yeah. a whole episode about cheating. Yeah. Why not? I feel like last time I was just kind of like breezing over it. Yeah. But we'll give the nitty gritty. You sure. deserve it. Mm-hmm. So we had been, we met my junior year of college. He was a sophomore. He was a year younger than me. And we met like the week before COVID ended the world, literally. And so we didn't like start dating right away. We started dating the summer before my senior year and we dated my entire senior year. And then I graduated and I moved down here to Nashville. And so we did long distance for that year. And as Brittany knows, I mean, we've had podcast episodes about long distance. It's hard. Anyone Mm -hmm. that's done it knows. Oh, yeah. It's it's never easy. Even if it's the best relationship in the world, it's never going to be easy. Um. It was not the best relationship in the world, so it was definitely not easy at all. Mm-hmm. And, Makes it harder. Right. And basically, I went to go visit him in May for his graduation weekend, and I went to a party with him and this girl who I had never met before, but my college was pretty small, so I had heard of her. Like, we had 
mutual friends or whatever i recognized her but we just had never spoken Mm -hmm. she comes up to me at a party and goes hey can you come pee with me and it was just one of those feelings that as a girl you like you know your heart like you just know because you're like why would this girl come Mm -hmm. and ask me to go to the bathroom with her like i know that she's friends with that girl over there you know and i instantly was like oh this is it Mm -hmm. and i had been having like those inklings inklings of like it's happening Mm -hmm. but was basically being gaslit into thinking that i was crazy Mm -hmm. and so as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, this is it. And so she took me into the bathroom and, and told me what happened. And it wasn't her. She wasn't the yeah. girl that was doing it. And honestly, I have the utmost respect for her and really appreciate her telling me because there's a lot of people that I was close to and that, that I did know shut. that kept their mouth shut. Yeah. And I'm not even going to like, I'm not even going to talk on that because but I feel we've like that, all known so in that shows character. It in does. My but at the same time, like. I've been in their shoes where it's like I knew about it Mm -hmm. and I either didn't say anything or I waited to say something because it's not something you want to say. Like you never know how they're going to react and you don't want them to be mad at you and Mm -hmm. you don't want to ruin their life. And I get it. Like that's a lot of news to break to somebody. Exactly. And so like it hurt, but it's not like I'm mad at any of them and I do respect the girl for it. Um, But yeah, then I, I threw a drink in his face, mm-hmm. which I will never regret. Honestly, oh, no, never. I would have poured a fat, everything. fat red solo cup of tequila and poured yes. it in his face. And um, it was it was tricky because I was you know they are visiting him. Mm-hmm. We were doing long distance, and so I was staying at his house. He was my ride to the airport. Thankfully, it was where I went to college and I still had my little and some of my best friends there. Yeah. And so I could call them up and stay at their house, but Mm -hmm. it was not in any way convenient. I mean, getting cheated on is never convenient, but I can't even imagine though. Like what if you were there and like, didn't know anybody. Right. And I think about that all the time. Like what if we had been doing long distance and I hadn't gone to that college Mm -hmm. and I was just stuck. Like, I don't know what I would have done. And basically I came back from that and i ended it um and then i came back flew back to nashville and i don't think that i had ever felt that low in my life Mm -hmm. like genuinely Mm -hmm. um it took like everything that i had in me out of me if i'm being honest yeah it really because it's your person that's the thing yeah is that not only are they, you know, your significant other and all of that, but they're your best friend yeah. at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. through and through, this man was my best friend for almost two years. And the person that moved me into my house in Nashville, the person that I FaceTimed every single day, like I just didn't know who I was anymore. And you don't know them anymore. Right. It paints them in a whole different Right. Light. And I remember that, like when I ended like what it. What is real, what is not. I remember looking at him and like actually being disgusted Mm -hmm. and just being like i I don't know you like you're not the person that i love like have i ever known right it makes you kind of question it does and it's like was everything a lie or like what wasn't a lie Mm -hmm. you know and so i remember coming back and just being so broken and i was starting my new job the one that i you know recently quit (laughs) spoiler alert Mm -hmm. and so I was starting that new job like within days of going through this traumatic breakup and I was living in a house with girls that I 
they weren't nice to me. It was a terrible situation, Brittany knows. And it was just all in all, like, I hadn't put myself into living in Nashville because so much of me was with this guy in long distance. Yeah. And I was, like, holding on to that relationship. And so I hadn't, like, let myself be myself yet Mm -hmm. in Nashville. And because of that, like, I hadn't made friends. I mean, I had... I had met Brittany, but we had just met. Yeah. And, like, this was literally, like, what, a month and a half after we met? Yeah, maybe, like, three weeks. Yeah, maybe not even. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just, I felt like I didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. And the girls that I was, like, best friends with from college that were there when that happened were, like, we're going on this trip to Florida. Why don't you come with us? To Clearwater. To Clearwater. It's a Brittany's hometown. (laughs) And I went and it was exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. And when they say like, it always sounds so cheesy when they're like, your friends are what's going to get you through this. It is Mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. Because when I tell you, like, I do not know what I would have done without you. Yeah. No, but true. Um, But without you, that taco night Mm -hmm. and without that clear water trip, it changed everything. Mm -hmm. And then when I started living with these girls that I currently live with completely changed my world Mm -hmm. like they are so good yeah and I love it but I won't lie like it's still to this day I will still sometimes look at myself in the mirror and be like who am I like I don't understand what has happened oh my god I'm not that same person no like not even remotely it's crazy I felt like I met you when you were like coming into a different phase of your life yeah and then, like, now you've, you met like, me, like, on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. And, like, yeah. now you've, like, blossomed to the phase that you are at. And, like. And I will say, too, shameless plug right here. Therapy did everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not be where I am today without it. Oh, my God. It did so much for me. And I was always that girl. Like, always that person who was, like why would I pay someone to tell my problems to when I have friends that I can talk to? Like always, I was so not anti-therapy for other people, mm-hmm. but anti-therapy for myself. Yeah. And I feel like I'm kind of still in that. It's phase a of lot life. of people are in that phase. Like it's a, a thing for a reason that that's such a cliche. Yeah. It's because so many people feel that way. And I did too. Like I completely empathize with people that feel that way. Like when you talk about it, I'm like, yes, girl. Oh my gosh. Right. Yes. I love that you're growing. And then me, I'm like, I don't need that. But I like really do. <laughs> and then I finally did it. And it is when I say it's the favorite part of my week. I genuinely mean that. Mm-hmm. It is so healthy and it is, like, the only thing that I do solely for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we all have things that we do for us. Like, if we work out or if we have a self-care yeah. routine or we do a hobby or whatever. But all those things, I mean. Right. But, like, I would say that hour of the week is, like, the one time where I'm only focused on myself, yeah. on growing, on all of it. Yeah. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Shout out Lydia slash Linda. <laughs> I think her name's Linda. I'm really bad with names, you guys. And so if I haven't ever seen it, and I'm a visual person, <laughs> if I haven't seen it ever written out, I won't remember it. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen it written out. You're like, let me go vent to my therapist. I, I think her name is Linda, but it might be Lydia. Lindita. No, it's definitely Linda. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, 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 chica. Hey, chica. <laughs> Where you been, loca? <laughs> 
right. So I talked a little bit about how, like, how much cheating just, like, ruined that part of me and, Mm -hmm. you know, ruined a lot of, like, trust and respect and everything that I had. And also for myself as well. Like, totally ruined my self-respect. Yeah, because I feel like when that happens, you're like, at what point did I go wrong? Should I have saw the signs? And I think the number one question you ask yourself when that happens is... Are you good, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, snaps. (laughs) That... But what I was thinking was, why wasn't I enough? Yeah. And I remember that was one of the first questions that came out of my mouth Mm -hmm. is why wasn't I enough? Yeah. And I think it's so easy to instantly go to that, to think like if I had been prettier, funnier, smarter, this, that, would he have stayed? Would he have not needed to go elsewhere? Well, it's because like, why are they going somewhere else? Right. Like, what's the point? Right. And And I... and why now? Like exactly. why why even be in this? Why be in the Why have you been doing this for two years? Right. Like what's the point? Totally. And I think it's so funny because with like all of the stuff that's coming out now on social media in terms of like Adam Levine mm-hmm. and Ned and all of that of like famous Ned. men cheating <laughs> yeah. on their wives. And I mean you can literally be a Victoria's Secret model who's nine months pregnant with mm-hmm. his child and it's still not going to be enough for a man that does not love and respect himself. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to is it's a maturity thing. It's, it's an a respect internal thing. thing. It, it is. It's fully them. And it's a reflection of themselves. It is never a reflection of you. Yeah. And I think that was really, really hard for me to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it's easy to know. Like, it's super easy to know and say, oh, I am enough. Like, he was the issue. That's not what happened. But to feel that way, totally different. And for me, okay, so as much as I would not wish the way that I felt after it on my worst enemy, you know what I mean? I, this is going to sound weird, am so grateful that it happened to me yeah for two reasons the first of which being I would have never left that relationship without him cheating it took him cheating for me to finally say okay the way that I'm being treated and the way that this relationship Mm -hmm. is is not what I deserve yeah and I'm going to do so much growth on my own Mm -hmm. I need to leave yeah and I knew that but I couldn't walk away Mm -hmm. And it took him cheating for me to finally look myself in the mirror and say, no, you need, you need better. You deserve Boundaries better. were crossed and exactly. I can't go back. And I knew that. I knew that going into it, that that was my big boundary. Like you can do a lot, but if you cheat, I'm walking away, mm-hmm. which is sad. Like there should have been other boundaries, but yeah. it's fine. And the second reason that I am grateful for it is because I know it made me more compassionate. I am not the same person that I was when it happened. I am also not the same person that I was in college. And I'm definitely not the same person that I was in high school. Same. I have grown so much, like to the point where I don't even recognize myself. Mm -hmm. I I don't like the person that I was. Not all of it. You know, there were good moments. I have good friends from it. I have things that I look back on and I'm proud of. But overall, I don't like the person that I was. I fully have the utmost respect and understanding for that version of myself because I know Mm -hmm. what I went through to to be like that and why I was doing it. But I didn't really know how to have a relationship with women in my life. Mm -hmm. My female friendships have always been really hard for me. Um, Less so now, Mm -hmm. but 
definitely in college, I think I kind of craved male validation and craved thinking that like wanting to be wanted, you mm-hmm. know, and that to me was validation mm-hmm. over friendship validation, which I hate. And I'm totally the opposite of that now. But I think a lot of the times I didn't put the other girl first. Mm-hmm. And I hate to admit this, but I have been the other girl. Mm-hmm. Unknowingly and also knowingly. There have been times <clears throat> when I found out after the fact that there had been another girl in terms of like a guy that I had gotten with. And it felt awful. Like it genuinely did. And it felt awful for the wrong reasons. Because I never was like, oh my God, I can't believe how she must feel. Like, that's awful. I can't believe I did that. Like, Mm -hmm. how did I not know? It was always, wow, like I know that he cares about hurting her more than he cares about how he hurt me. Yeah. And that's hard to feel that way at 19, at 20, at 21. And I think it took me being in the girl's place to know. Honestly, it took me. full circle. Yeah, totally. And... I don't want to sit here and say like, oh, I deserve to be cheated on because of some of the things that I've done. Because I don't think that that's true. But at the same time, like, I think it almost was like a slap in the face that I needed of like, okay, no, like this is what a real relationship is. This is what it feels like to be loved. And then this is what it feels like to have that taken from you. And do I blame the other girl? A hundred percent. No, like not in any way shape or form because here's my thing if she had said no someone else would have said yes Mm -hmm. if he wants to cheat he's gonna cheat it's not the girl it's him yeah and she didn't know she didn't know about me it sucks I mean I saw her at a party that night and it it hurt it stung but I'm not gonna go up to her and be mad at her for it because it's not her fault and I've been in her shoes I've been that girl that hooked up with a guy and didn't know about the other girl And it feels awful. Mm -hmm. And I think in that moment, I thought that it felt worse than being cheated on just Mm -hmm. because I had never been cheated on. Yeah. And then I was and I was like, oh, no, this is like gut wrenching. Yeah. It was kind of um, a learning experience for me because Mm -hmm. I have never officially been cheated on. Like Mm. I have inklings about people. Oh, yeah. And I had situationships and... It technically wasn't cheating, but like I. But like it felt like cheating. See, that was my thing. It's like, was this the first time that I felt like I had been cheated on? No, but it was the first time that like legitimately by definition, there's no question about it. Yes, and like fully in love with oh yeah your significant other, and then all of a sudden it's like what totally. Um, so it was kind of a learning experience through you with it all, and like I definitely. I wanted to be there as much as I could for you, even though I had never been in your shoes. I personally, I can't even like fathom like the stuff that you had to go through to get where you are now. And you've grown a lot and I'm really proud of you because like, (laughs) oh, not me crying in a closet right now. (laughs) And it's so weird to say this because it, I mean, it was like one of the worst experiences, but I don't like if you ask me could I take it back and not have to feel that way? Like, I don't think that I would. Yeah. And because I don't think I'd be where I am now and I love where I am now. 
And that's not to say that I don't have bad days. Yeah. Brittany knows. Um, <laughs> we all have those days where you get a little drunk and you think you miss them and you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And you, sometimes you do call them mm-hmm. or you're just kind of down bad. But overall, I love where I'm at. And I don't think that I would take it back. No, I'm a firm believer and just most awful things that happen in life that I wouldn't take them back because legitimately I wouldn't be where I am and I think it's it's kind of refreshing to see how far you've come when something bad happens to you like that and then like a couple months go by time really does almost heal all wounds I would say and I feel like it kind of just shows how much you've grown yeah and it teaches you a lot of things my last relationship was nowhere near perfect was not very long either but I have learned so much that I brought into my current relationship and even before dating Dominic I just knew what boundaries and what level of respect and like relationship wise what I wanted and what I learned from my previous one and I wouldn't take that back even though it was kind of tumultuous and just sucked but like I think that whenever your next relationship comes you have learned what like you don't settle for certain things anymore and like all of the red flags that you did see before finding out that turd cheated (laughs) on you um you just know you won't accept those things yeah and that's I mean I think that's like one of my biggest takeaways is Mm -hmm. even though I'm not even remotely ready to like date yeah or be in a relationship now I know that when I am you have that the bar is so high Mm -hmm. and not like disproportionately high it's high for a reason yeah I know what I I deserve everyone's should be high yeah I mean I know what I'm capable of giving in a relationship and I gave everything I had to that relationship Mm -hmm. probably more than I ever should Mm -hmm. but if I'm not getting what I'm giving back I'm not doing it anymore well and I just think everyone like I think it's more of a respect thing for yourself to have high standards Mm -hmm. and not settle for things that you wouldn't let uh, your friends settle for right like because it's so much easier to look at a friend and be like why are you letting this guy treat you like yeah oh my gosh but it's so hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say why are you doing this well it's like after my last relationship months went by and I finally was like what the heck did I let myself go through yeah and like really like rewinding and like replaying things in my head I'm like I literally let someone disrespect me so much and like I let that slide and if anybody did that to any of my family or friends I would have their neck like what do you mean I let that happen to myself I remember talking to someone like after the fact Mm -hmm. because it had gotten so bad that I stopped talking to a lot of my friends about it and just talking to them period because Mm -hmm. I couldn't lie about it, but I also knew I couldn't tell them the truth Mm -hmm. because if I told them the truth, they would all look at me and they'd be like, Caroline, you need to walk away. Yeah. And I remember once it finally ended telling people what it had actually been like and Mm -hmm. some of the things that I had put up with or just some of the things that like should have been there that weren't, everyone was appalled, you know? And they were like, Caroline, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't we know that you were going through this? Yeah. And it honestly, it was really eye-opening to see, like, 
you aren't crazy. You yeah. aren't crazy for wanting. That's what I mean. The bare minimum. Like, I just remember telling my friends, like, things that my ex-boyfriend had said to me and then literally dropping their jaws. I've told you things and you've yeah. been like, what? And I'm literally. like, okay, so I made the right decision and, like, this was not normal. Yeah. And I don't know. I, like, we've both had other guys in our lives and stuff, but I feel like when you have that first real, like, relationship and like it goes sideways it's hard to figure out what what is right what is wrong Mm -hmm. I felt I felt kind of naive in my last relationship yeah I knew that the things that my ex-boyfriend was saying to me weren't okay but I was like but I don't know what is my boyfriend that's how I is that okay like so like after the fact of breaking up when you go to tell your friends like what has happened it's like I still had that little piece of me before, like, initially, like, ending the conversation being like, but was that okay? And, like, the reactions made it all worthwhile. I was like, okay. I think for me it was like, I've never been loved. I've never loved. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it is and what it's supposed to look like. I know this shouldn't be it, but maybe it is. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And then I guess since then – I'm not going to say it's all been like sunshine and roses, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like I love where I'm at now. I still have so much more to go, but I definitely like have had times where I'm like, oh, it would be nice to, you know, have some validation. Like we all, that's a human want and need. Like we all crave that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but, Mm -hmm. um, I tried dating and I went on, (laughs) it's actually the craziest story. I met this guy like five, six, maybe even seven years ago, my senior year of high school. Yeah. Like what what was that? Like seven years ago? I don't even know. My senior year of high school on spring break in Key West, like Mm -hmm. randomly met, Mm -hmm. never, nothing even happened. Like we didn't even hug. We were literally just hanging out. And I was out at Tin Roof this summer, like a couple months ago, and he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, Oh my God, Caroline from Key West. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing here? And he was like, I live here. And I was like, I live here. And it just seemed too much of like fate that we were both at the same place at the same time. No, that's literally like a story you tell. Right. And that's my thing is like, I'm such a sucker for everything happens. So am I. And like fate and all of that. And so I was like, Oh my God, like, is this how, and that's toxic. And that's how I met your father. (laughs) Um, And so when he asked me on a date, I was like, I feel like I need to do it. Like I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't ready. I know I wasn't ready. It was. Which made you learn that you weren't ready. Right. And that was important. I went on like four or five dates with this guy. Nothing wrong with him. He, I literally, (laughs) I told him he was the nicest guy I've ever Mm -hmm. met. I go, (laughs) he asked me, he was like, well, what do you think about me? And I was like, you're genuinely one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And then. I go, but the bar's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have ruined that one. Gave him but a flower and then dropped it and stopped. Took off all the pedals. <laughs> um, I just had to humble him real quick. Yeah. Can't give men any more ego than they already have. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was just, he was, there was nothing wrong with him. Absolutely nothing wrong with him. But well. for me, <laughs> what? What was wrong with him? He just like he was weird. He was a dweeb. You. He was a dweeb. Yeah, <laughs> Again, there's nothing wrong. There are some things wrong. There are some things, but no, not to nitpick. Um, they're just 
I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Like he would text me and I wouldn't get excited. I would wait hours to respond. I didn't smile Which seeing his name. Which is like a name. telltale sign. Yeah, I wasn't excited it. about it. We'd go out on a date and I'd be like dreading it. Usually I love like getting yeah, ready for a dreading. date and being excited. And I'd literally be like, Brittany, I don't want to go. You'd be like, he wants to go to this place. Like, oh, he wants to take uh. me to dinner. And <laughs> I should have been so excited. But that was my sign <laughs> that I wasn't ready. Yeah. Yet. And I should have trusted that. But I was like, no, I should be dating. So I'm going to date. And only you can know that. Like only I could, you can I know could that. shake you and tell you, but like, yeah, that's but not no, you help. have to make yeah. a mistake and you have to learn that lesson. And so I went on these dates with him and I finally like came to the realization that like, no, I'm not ready to be dating. Mm-hmm. Like as much as it's nice to have a guy telling you you're beautiful and going out on dates and feeling excited, even though I wasn't excited. Um, <laughs> if you're not ready, you're not ready. And that's no, yeah. that's totally fine. Everyone moves at their own pace. I feel like that was perfect timing for you, too, because now you're in your like single era yeah. don't look at me i'm working oh on i'm i'm in my working on myself era for yeah. sure for sure era. era i love that word i love a good era i literally talked about it last week i'm on my working <laughs> on myself era unless calls <laughs> and then all that and gets thrown out the window unless blank calls. <laughs> no, we can't put his name in no here. absolutely not i will <laughs> sorry you have to subscribe 9.99 a month to hear that <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in to this episode. Caroline and I literally sat down for an hour and a half and just mindlessly ranted about things. At one point, the whole conversation switched gears and I think it would be pretty cool to cut the audio into two different parts. So tune in next weekend and it's going to be part two of this episode. We talk more about social media and the differences between our high school experiences. Caroline went to a boarding school uh, up north and then I went to a public school in Florida. So I think we're going to, you know, discuss those kinds of things. And I thought it was pretty entertaining. So I'm going to make it a whole episode on itself. If you guys feel so inclined to leave me a rating, that would be so awesome. I love you guys. Thanks so much for listening in and we'll see you next Sunday. Bye.